The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. and welcome to a brand new episode of the two-point conversation football talk for fans by fans right here on the network at bicbp-radio.com my name is matt johnson whatever your host and alongside with me for your week nine weekend roundup can't see him too well but it's cool we're vibing we're vibing in the dark we're just missing some kid cutting music right now yeah I and mean, it's like <laughs> we're, we're in, yeah, and we're, uh, maybe one of those those sweet like starlight things where it's oh i gotta get yeah, <laughs> that would be sick. Or like a disco, like disco ball. I need to get like that would be vibey. I'll, I have a disco outfit. I'm going to the world's largest disco in a couple weeks. I'll Are you? It. Yeah, we could we could do a disco themed podcast. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm down for that. Just, I'm so down. Just two grown men in a closet in a school <laughs> dressed up as '70s discoers. What's wrong with that? What's I, I'm, I am down for it. I am down. Oh, for me it. too, buddy. Um, awesome, awesome. There is Mr. David Brick. Uh, and what the fuck? I, uh, <laughs> That's how we're going to start off just, this another can week we, of football Can we title talk. this What the Fuck? Because there's lots of What I, the Fucks this weekend. I kind of want to. <laughs> I think it's appropriate if, if I if I do say so myself. I think the biggest uh, WTF is the fact that you're cursing my team, Matt. <laughs> Am I? Are you? <laughs> Am I? Can, can, can you confirm this? You, like, is there are. science? Like, listen, we're in a world where science is everything. And um, but can, belief can you, is something. Can you scientifically prove that I curse your team? I mean, I, I boast about it. Don't get me wrong. I, <laughs> you really? Do. I certainly boast about it. But can it be scientifically proven? I think we should start looking at the stats of every jersey you have purchased, and then how that player performs post jersey purchase. Because you know, you just boasted about a Josh Allen jersey, and then we lose six to nine to Jacksonville. See. Why? You know what I have to say about that? Like, if you didn't buy that jersey, we win thirty to three. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I I do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that high pitch speak, I love that. No, but for real, like we we win that game thirty to three. If you don't buy that jersey, that's the or the stars align <laughs> perfectly. Listen, all right, or your offensive line can play better, and that. Well, you, yeah. No. See? That's, that's <laughs> no, not it, it's Matt. Not, it's not their fault That's not all. it. No. It's because you bought that jersey, and whatever you did started something in this world where the, where the planets and stars and everything aligns in the galaxy to where we lose that game. And that's factual. That's facts. It, that's what, is that what they say? Facts. Facts. Yeah. Facts. As the kids say these days, um, you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I watched Sam Darnold today, uh, and we're going to talk about the, his game a little bit. A man who I adored for, through the first three, four weeks of the season. <laughs> I did too, though. We both were vibing with him. We did vibe. Yeah. And his life is over. It, it, he's not even going to get a backup position. <laughs> I mean, what gave it away? The three interceptions or the six points they scored? <sighs> Are you going to enjoy that jersey purchase, buddy? Because you're devaluing every person you, you buy. This is what... 
It's so true. You buy a jersey, that person's done. Hey, listen. Listen. Tom Brady's still doing okay. Okay, that's a one exception to the rule. Carson Wentz is getting better. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> you beat the Jets. Settle down. <laughs> he's still playing good. When they get when they lose, he's still playing good. I don't disagree, but the Colts maybe could be better than what they are. Oh, I know they can. They're and maybe terrible. The, and because you bought that jersey, maybe that's your fault. You could be right. Probably am. Well. What well, the- that, that's the perfect segue to our very first game that we're going to talk about. The, uh, the awkward pause. It's very, it is very awkward. I'm, at a, I'm, at, I'm kind of like at a loss for words. Like, maybe should I burn my jerseys? Uh, maybe uh, you burn it. You know what? We should try it out. I think you should take one jersey you don't like, burn it, post it online, and see how that player plays the next day. <laughs> and if they play good, then you know what you need to be doing. I, I am willing to risk my Sam Darnold jersey to save his career. <laughs> that's, that's something that might go viral. <laughs> Michael viral, like like I do it mid game, and he, all of a sudden he just torches and then he like, like one hundred fifty eight point three QBR. Yeah, he like, tortures the Bucks for like six touchdowns. Yeah. Like, what the? F- <laughs> yeah, that would be a- makes Tom Brady look lo- like worse than him. I know. Yeah. We're seeing ghosts now, bitch. No. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we are going to start off with Thursday night football. Okay, uh, the Jets uh, coming to Indianapolis and fall into the Colts two and six. Uh, New York Jets the four and five now. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, Colts winning forty-five to thirty. Uh, man, I was I was like, oh wow, this this game's gonna be good. It's I mean, actually, I know a lot. There's a lot of garbage time scoring and stuff here, but I I really wanted to see a, a healthy Mike. Like, yeah, I agree with that's, that. That's that's what I wanted to see, and I was really sad. I was disappointed that um, he got hurt because. I would feel a little bit better about this victory if Mike White was in there. Yeah. As a Colts fan. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, for me, where I have no attachment really to these teams besides Peyton Manning like 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh, I actually enjoyed the game. <laughs> I was sitting there watching it, and I was just like, man, there's a bunch of people I don't know on the Jets, and like they're fun to watch. Like that, uh, who's that guy, Johnson? Josh Johnson. He used to play for the Colts. He's been on like seven or eight teams. Yeah, and like, you know, it was cool to watch him again. And then even like the uh, the running back, uh, like Carter. I don't know. I was like. Oh, Michael Carter. Yeah, like these yeah. are just guys where it's just like, I like don't remember them. <laughs> And they know them, and it's just like they're they no namers. They're getting me. a prime time. Yeah, and I don't know, like that. Like I, I love college football for that reason because it's like a lot of you just don't know these guys. You can learn them. So Agreed. Thursday night, I'm watching it at uh, Holiday in like I don't know where that is, West Seneca maybe. And I'm watching it. I'm like I'm vibing with this game. I can't stop saying vibe. Vibe's a cool word. It's the night. It's the word of the day. I, I'm here for it. <laughs> But I was vibing with it. I was I was enjoying it. Um, my buddy in my fantasy football league had Carson Wentz. Uh, and I know he threw a couple touchdowns later, but they scored a couple rushing ones early. Bro, I was forced to to start Naheem Hines. I like Hines. I do too. But listen, he's not a every week starter. No, 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 no. Because you Leonard, gotta, it's situation. Because Leonard Fournette was out, I had to start Naheem Hines, and yeah. he went off. I was like, ooh, yeah, dude. He he he's someone that like if I could take a running back in the entire NFL and place him on the Bills, I think it's Naheem Hines because he's like a cheap dude. He can oh, pass, yeah. run. He, like he can do a lot of these things. He's not an everyday back for fantasy, but he's a guy that can compliment you really well. For sure, for sure. And and yeah, a lot of people were wondering why I was like, eh, I don't know. I I'm such a negative Nancy. I am. I try to be a positive, outgoing, like out uplifting, optimistic guy, but. 
You know, I, I've been here before as a Colts fan. This is something that really, really pessimism bu- is very easy when you watch football. Like it's just, it's it's just easy to like expect the worst. It is, you know, it totally is, and that's how I feel right now. Because listen, the Colts, uh, I, I'm still bitter about the Colts losing to Tennessee. Like it messed me up bad uh, yeah. last week to the point where I didn't want to record at all. Um, how do you feel about the Bills losing the Jags? I mean, how do you think I, I, I feel right? I know, I know. It was just it was a combination. Of but a lot I of get things. that. I do get that. Yeah, it's it, for it, sure. because because you know that the Bills are a good team. They are, and it, I, I don't like, know if the Colts are a good team, and, and, and I don't think that they are. And, and, the and Colts, I need wins like that to prove to to like it. prove it to you, and yes. and the fact that the the losses are starting to rack up. I mean, they're four and five. And the I don't know. I mean, the Bills. I mean, what is that? Their third loss now. They're four, five and three. I think that sounds right. And four and three or five and three. I think they're five and three. Yeah, because it's week nine, so it's five and three. Yep. Yeah, and it's like you know, again, everyone in Buffalo pessimistic. Oh, they're not winning the Super Bowl, but it's like, yeah, they had one week, but they can adjust. I, I don't know. I feel like te- good teams can lose games. You know? Right. No, for sure. That, but, that's that's the thing, and it it. it, it yeah, like I'm not ready to ride them off as a top team in the NFL, right? Just, just because of that, you game. shouldn't, and you shouldn't. Right. And for the Colts, it's like everyone's like, "Woo, the Colts!" And I'm just like, "Bro, they beat the Jets." <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh, before you say that, it's just because they beat the..." No, I'm going to say that because you I have the to co- say I it. have to say that. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are just you know they just orf, orf, go Colts. <laughs> Frank Wright's See, awesome. I orf. hate that. I I, yes. I hate this straight up. Like I will root for my team. No, you could be critical of your team. I think being critical is more uh, is showing that you care about care it more, more than, because than just, you, uh, just un like blindly positive blind positivity yeah I, I hate that that just tells me you don't know much about what you're watching that's how teams get in a rut and yeah. I, I try to explain this on, on one of my other show my buddy brandon my co-host on uh um my co-host on colts fans and bills land and he's just like nope nope too negative i'm like bro i have to be because this we keep getting promised like yeah. this. This is going to be our year. We're getting better. This is right. we're 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 hitting our play our Super Bowl window. And we were an eleven five football team. We supposedly made upgrades in this yeah. big free agency period. And it's just a letdown. It was just a letdown. Like and, a, a team's good at selling hope, but you can't. I I don't feel like you as a fan right. have to blindly sit there and just no. be like, yeah, this is good. because if they do. Buffalo may be still in a playoff That's drought right point, now. That's my point. Like Cleveland. You, I mean, Cleveland's not doing I – mean, they had a good uh, day today. They did. But Cleveland is still not winning games. No, and it's because those people, especially in Cleveland, like those fans are like, oh, it, you know, we root everything that this team does. The Bills have been doing that my whole life. My One of my good friends, his name is Craig. He's, he's like my one Colts buddy. Yeah. I kind of mentioned on the show a lot. He's always like – no, defending the Colts no matter what. Like, whoever's their quarterback, it could be Ellinger. It could be, well, I don't know, the other backup guy. Uh, oh, Hunley's down in the practice squad. Yeah, but, like, any of them, he could put him in, and he'll be like, oh, he's great. He's going to be good. Like, yes. like you can't think, like, he is critical at times. I'll break him down. Like, this week he's giving it to me because the Bills, the Bills like, you know, shit the bed. But yeah. He's giving it to me. He could take it and dish it out, too. But I don't know. I just think, like, it's important to be critical of your team and hold them accountable because then that will make them want to – prove themselves right. and change things you You're, know? i mean it's it's a form of entertainment that you pay for exactly uh, emotionally financially yes um all that stuff and and you know I, I i respect people there's some people who go a little overboard yeah but there there is you know i don't think there's anything wrong with being critical and pessimistic right a like bit. you know like me right now with the bills losing you know to the jags nine to six i'm actually in a, a place where it's like yeah that sucked i'm ready to complain about it but i mean they're a good team i'm not ready to write them off i'm not i'm not there yet and there's bills fans that i'm sure are there no for sure for sure so let's uh um 
Let's run through the scoring drives of this sure. game. Opened up with uh, Naheem Hines, uh, a 34-yard uh, touchdown rush, make the score 7 nothing. Then Mike White answers back with a hit, uh, 19-yard touchdown pass to Elijah Moore for uh, uh Yep, touchdown set, tight at seven. That's all, folks. Uh, Jonathan Taylor goes 21 yards, 14 to seven. And then Carson Wentz hits Jack Doyle for a one-yard touchdown pass, 21-7, uh, to open up the second quarter. Uh, Matt Amendola hits a field goal, making the score 21-10 to for, uh, you know, still Jets behind. And then the final touchdown of the uh, first half, Carson Wentz, Hits uh, Michael Pittman. Very cool. They said he dropped it, but he actually made a fo- he caught it, made a football move, mm-hmm. and then lost it. They gave him the, the touchdown, eleven yard touchdown pass, twenty eight ten. Colts in the lead. Third quarter opens up. Uh, Danny Pinter, the uh, I believe he's a center or a guard. I don't even. <laughs> he's I've a heard lineman. the name. He's a I, lineman. I, I, yeah, I know. He, I, is he a guard? I think so. Okay. Um, Carson Wentz hit him for a two yard touchdown pass, which is pretty. Crazy cool. Uh, make the score 35-10, to 10, and then they score another time. Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor off the right end for a 78-yard touchdown, 42-10. All right, now here comes the uh, the, the comeback by the Jets. Uh, Josh Johnson uh, hits uh, Elijah Moore for a 19-yard touchdown, 16-42. to 42. And then uh, Josh Johnson hits Ryan Griffin uh, for a 13-yard touchdown, 23-42. Fourth quarter, Colts, Mike, Michael Badgley, um, who I kind of like more than Rodrigo Blankenship Dude, right he's now. Good. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. He's I, good. I can't believe that the uh, the Chargers cut him. I know. But uh, Badgley hits a 39-yard field goal, 45-23. And then uh, Josh Johnson hits uh, Ty Johnson Ty Johnson for a 22-yard touchdown, 30-45. to Colts win it. Your stats on the day. Passing, Josh Johnson, the leading passer for the Jets, 27 of – god dang – 27 of 41, 317 yards, three touchdowns, one INT. Leading rusher, Michael Carter, 13 attempts, 49 yards. Leading receiver, Elijah Moore, seven catches, 84 yards, and two touchdowns. For the Colts, Carson Wentz, 22 of 30, 272 yards passing, three touchdowns, zero INTs. Leading rusher, Jonathan Taylor, 19 attempts, 172 yards, and two touchdowns. And uh, your leading receiver, Michael Pittman. Five catches, 64 yards, and a touchdown. So that is Jets and Colts. Colts win again, 45-30 to 30 to improve to 4-5 and five on the season. Our next game that we're going to talk about, uh, the Vikings and the Ravens. The 3-5 uh, and five Minnesota Vikings falling to the Baltimore Ravens, uh, now 6-2. and two, What Baltimore a game. Ravens. 34-30. Yeah, I mean, it was it was vintage Minnesota. All right. They yeah. were winning the whole damn time. Yeah. And then Lamar Jackson just had his, his, his magic, I guess. Um, yeah, it was it was a really good game. I, I, I really was rooting for Minnesota on this one. I was a little a little hurt. I don't know, because, like, you know, the Bills struggling, and the Ravens have been looking like the team of maybe they're the most dangerous in the AFC. And, and Minnesota is 3-5. and five. They're better than the record. So, it, I don't know. Yeah, I was just. I was really like, I'm like, oh my god! Like when they lost to uh, Dallas last week to Cooper Rush and stuff, I'm like, this team is terrible. Yeah, and there needs to be a lot of changes. I, I don't know how they extended Zimmer, their head coach, uh, Minnesota, and this one right. definitely has to be a, a stinger. I know Adam Thielen's been very, very vocal, right, uh, about what's going on w- within the Minnesota locker room. Rightfully but- so. I mean. You think about it, they sneak this one out, they're 4-4, four and four, and they beat a top team in the AFC, and all of a sudden their whole season's different. Now they lose by three in overtime, and they're three. Like, that's a huge swing. For sure. And momentum for them. 
And I mean, Captain Kirk throwing what 187 yards ain't gonna get the job done. It's not great. It's, yeah, it's, it's 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 not great. I'm not sure what their what their game plan is. I'm not sure what their um just what their mindset is. I I I don't know. Um, but you know, what I do you know what I do know is Lamar it? Jackson is filthy. He's so good. Like the dude, the the dude is insane. He had over 100 yards rushing. Like I I don't know. Just watching him is like. You have to be ready for everything with him. If you notice that the the Lamar Jackson is just a running back like phrase has uh, has not been as loud this year. It, it, it should have never have been loud. I agree. It should never have been loud. He just because he's fast doesn't mean he's only a, a running back or whatever. It's just he he can throw the ball. I think his rookie year, or maybe the sophomore year, like his drop rate, like his receivers were dropping the ball. He still has that issue, and, but it's just, it's getting a lot better. Yeah. And I mean like, yeah, you know, obviously every quarterback struggles with accuracy though. I I feel like it's not, I mean, unless you're Tom Brady or like Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> but like every quarterback will have days where they're a little off. And I don't think Lamar, Jet, I think he just gets criticized too much for that. Yeah. And it's not fair to him. And he's, he's balling out. I mean, he won an MVP. Like he's good. Yeah, I mean, I think Kyler's kind of running away with it, but I don't think it's too oh, far yeah. fetched to, to have Lamar in the conversation. Oh, he's in the conversation. Rating. I think after today, Josh Allen's like out of the top five right now because that was bad. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was not pretty. We'll have to look at the odds this week. Um, but yeah, let's get into the scoring for this game. The, uh, the the Ravens open up with a field goal. Justin Tucker thirty-seven yard field goal is good to go up three nothing. And then uh, Kirk Cousins answers back for the Vikings. Hits Justin Jefferson for a fifty-yard touchdown strike, seven to three lead. They're piling it up now. Kirk Cousins uh, rushes up the middle for one yard. Kirk Cousins, Captain Kirk, running the ball up the middle, 14-3. to uh, Going to the second quarter now, uh, I believe it's Greg Joseph. I think we've had this conversation before. Uh, their kicker, 36-yard field goal is good, 17-3 to lead there. And then uh, just before halftime, the final score of the first half, Lamar Jackson hits Devontae Freeman for a five-yard touchdown, 17-10, to Minnesota in the lead. Third quarter opens up, Justin Tucker, 63 thir- Yard field goal is good. Twenty four to ten. Uh wait, what? Yeah, you read that wrong. Oh. I was like, Oh, it got just... returned. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Okay. I, good luck pronouncing his name. Wangu. Gangu. Wangu. Kane Wangu. I read that very wrong. <laughs> All right. He attempts a sixty three yard field goal. Thanks for saving that. I was is like, that what? what happened? What the hell? Um that's that's what I'm gathering and then yeah, I got returned ninety eight yards. Oh. Yeah. It just says kickoff return for me. Does it? Yeah. Is it a kickoff? Uh, that would be score. cool if it was a field. No, yeah, it had to have been a kickoff. It was like 13 yes. seconds in. Yeah. That's that, I was going to say, that would be sick if it was a field goal kick. Yeah. That would be filthy. Well, I'm glad we clarified. I'm happy we figure things like out an, on the fly. Like an We're professionals. Totally professionals. <laughs> um, you can tell I didn't really watch much of the game. Uh, <laughs> I actually wa- like was paying attention to most of this game, but I, I was tuning in. I did a little red zone, but I was at a friend's house and had the Bills game. You know how hard it is to watch every game? You're human. It's a lot. Like, come on. It's overwhelming. <laughs> it it definitely is. So, um, right. Yeah. So, Minnesota returns for a 90 air touchdown, 24 10 lead there. Uh, and then the Ravens get the ball back. Lamar Jackson hits uh, Ricard for a uh, one-yard touchdown, 24-17 now. And then they tie it up. Lamar Jackson hits uh, Devin Duvernay for a five-yard touchdown, tied at 24. Fourth quarter goes down. Uh, Le'Veon Bell off the right guard for a one-yard touchdown rush, their first lead well, since the, fir- the very early in the first quarter, 31-24. And then uh, the Vikings... Kirk Cousins hits Adam Thielen for a one-yard touchdown, tied at 31. And then in overtime, Justin Tucker hits a 36-yard field goal uh, to put the game away, 34-31. Quick question. Yes, sir. So they score with a minute left. Would you go for two? 
I would go for two. I think where Minnesota's at right now. You don't go over two? I think you do. I, I It's just interesting. A minute left. Well, I don't know. They're not like out of the playoff mix. Right. But I just feel like it's it, interesting. I don't know. That was just, I don't know. Something to think about. Minute left. Do you go for two? I don't know. I don't hate that idea. I like the aggressive play calling. I, I, I Like I said, Minnesota need, needs a spark. Minnesota needs a spark. So. I agree with that. So I feel like, why not? Be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. <laughs> Your stats for the day. The Vikings. Kirk Cousins, 17 of 28, 187 yards and two touchdowns. Leading rusher, Dalvin Cook, 17 attempts, 110 yards. And leading receiver, Justin Jefferson, three catches, 69 yards and a touchdown. For the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, 27 of 41, 266 yards passing, three touchdowns, two INTs. Leading rusher, Lamar Jackson, 21 attempts, 120 yards. And uh, uh, leading receiver, Marquise Brown, nine catches, 116 yards. That is it. Ravens 34, Vikings 31. Now we got to talk about this game. Uh, it is the Bills and Jaguars game. Jacksonville getting a huge upset. Uh, you know, uh, they were 14.5 point underdogs. They went 9 to 6 today uh, against the Buffalo Bills. They improved to 2 and 6. Buffalo falls to 5 and 3. Um, let's hear your thoughts, your initial thoughts. You know, after watching the game, you know what this came down to? You buying the jersey. <laughs> That's what it came down Everything to. It comes full circle. It came. <laughs> uh, honestly, um, I don't know. It, it This was a painful game. Uh, I think it was a mix of maybe the worst refereeing I've ever witnessed in a football game, collectively. I don't think there was one call that was completely outrageous. I think all of them were almost completely outrageous. Um, I thought Josh Allen had to run for his life. That offensive line looked absolutely horrible. It was so bad. Like, you can't even expect the dude to do that much when he's immediately got to run. There's one play I saw on Twitter where, like, you know, when you watch it live, you don't notice some things, and then you watch it again, you notice it. Like, Darrell Williams on the right tackle, he just literally, like they called Hike, he just stood there. That dude ran right by him and sacked it. Yeah. Like, that's unacceptable, you know, and like that's the type of game that they were having. And, you know, the defense was keeping them in it. I mean, they gave up nine points and they lost. Like, that's not fair. Uh, the running back situation is horrible. Like, Singletary is the best option to me, and he's not a good one. I think – I see, I'm in the in the Moss camp, but, you know, it's really pick your poison But, but you're, you're choosing between glad and hefty. Like, they're both trash. <laughs> like, you know, it's just well, – what do you, you know what I mean? Like, what, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, one may look better. You know, maybe you buy the, the white trash bag or the see-through. I don't know. They're all trash to me. It's getting to that point. I, I'd, prefer, I'd prefer Singletary in the pass game. He can catch, but he doesn't really make a move and make someone miss. He kind of gets the ball and gets tackled, which, which is whatever. Yeah. But if you're going to have a, a top running back on the team, he's got to be productive, and we don't have that. Josh Allen's our top running back. He is. He is. I 100% put the blame of this on the offensive line. A little bit of play calling, too. Uh, yeah, don't um, even get me started. I, I could I'm spend... not fond of the way that Brian Dable has he's... been calling games. I know he's going through a lot. Um, he's right. I think last week on a flight or something like that, he found out his grandparent or something passed away. He's got a I lot. Know that. I, 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 that's what I've been. I'm sure told. you're right. I just I didn't know that. That that makes a little bit of sense. A little bit if of sense. his mind's not in the in it because, you know, even with day one with Dable, I I don't think he's that good. I right. think our weapons are good, and it makes him look better. I think he'll have some cool plays, but like overall, 
I, like this year specifically, I think is his worst year. Every time it's second down and long, we're running. It's, you're just giving the game away. Yeah, it's not good. And like I said, the offensive line is is untrustable. They're not call. They're not like finding ways to 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 move this defense and trying to get this defense right. to kind of shift and, and how create some holes. Right. They're blitzing on almost every down. Right. Like they're sending the house on every not sending the house, but they're sending right. people every down. And the one time they hit like a they hit a screen pass and it was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that's what you do. Right. When they when they're stacking the box, you throw dish to the it outside, dish you dish it out, it out and go. And you get 100%. some yardage in the open field. And they didn't do that all that often. It was just no. very, like, Josh legit cannot go under center. Like, he cannot go, like, just, like, single back, like, right underneath no. the center's ass. He's got to be in shotgun all the time because he has to. He, he needs, needs that extra run. stop. Correct. He needs, he needs time to run and create his yeah. own pockets. And, and, like, that's that's the issue with this team is, like, if they want to get over this hump of, oh, are we a legitimate contender, which I do think we are, they need to start focusing on how to get this offensive line going. I, I was really shocked Bean didn't do anything at the deadline, even just signing a guy, not even just, like, trading for one but just getting more guys to rotate they love to rotate the linemen on defense and offense i don't know what it is i I know they had a couple injuries but yeah even so the defense did fine the defense did fine i mean it held trevor lawrence and company to nine points right there's a lot of people i was listening to wgr on the way same um over and everyone's like oh the defense the defense what are you talking about dude i'm sorry i don't you don't even have to watch a football game to see that your team gave up nine points and you lost and it's that's not on the defense my ultimate rule has always been this if your defense uh if your defense can hold a team under 21 points Mm -hmm. and your team still loses it's your offense's fault if a defense gives up more than 21 points and your offense can't find a way to win you the game, mm-hmm. it's it's the defense's fault. I, I agree with that. My rule of thumb's always been 20, but 21 makes more sense. Like, yeah, mathematically. Right, mathematically. Right. But so we're in the same ballpark. We are. I do agree with that because that makes sense. I mean, you're, you, know, you want your defense to be lights out, but, I mean, nine points is pretty damn lights out. They gave up zero touchdowns. Like, I, like right. what else? All can field you, goals, and well, you yeah. know they held Hyde to like three yards a carry. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had like a hundred yards. Like, I mean, like their offense was bad, and ours was worse. <laughs> like, right, like that's bad. I mean, right, Josh threw. I mean, he fumbled. Uh, I know. I think he threw an interception or two. two We're gonna get in the stats in a little yeah. bit. It's just. It's it's hard. It reminded me a lot. It was very rough. It wasn't a fun game to watch. Not fun at all. It wasn't like a like a great defensive struggle. It was just ugly. It was, but it, re- it reminded ugly. me a lot of the Bills Jags playoff game a couple years ago. It, you know what? It did have that same type of vibe. Of there it is that word. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, it did. It, it had that like boring. Not much is going on. Lots of punts and turnovers. Mess and like punts are turnovers to me. So. It was a messy game, and I just feel like I'm not ready to sit here and be like, oh, the the Bills aren't legit. But I think, you know, this is a testament to Sean McDermott right now because I feel like one thing he does do well is he can take a negative, maybe a bad game or something like that, and turn it into some energy for the team. Yeah. And I feel like they did that last, uh, you know, the last year with the Kyler Murray, Hal Mary. Oh, they went on that tear. And they went on a tear. And I feel like he's someone that can adjust on the fly, and I think this is something that's going to motivate them. Like, you just lost to a team that's won one game in the last, like, 21 games. Right. 
bad. So, you know, the only way to go up from here, there's no, the only direction from here, I think, is up. <laughs> At least for this team. Correct. Uh, but it definitely does make the AFC so strange. It's crazy. So peculiar. I don't even know what to make. It's, it's one of those things where no one is in control. No. Like, maybe the Ravens. Be, only because... But they got... I mean, they got smacked... Technically, yeah, because they got smacked around by a divisional opponent. Yeah. It's... It's... It is interesting. And it's, they beat some good teams. And, like, I I would honestly say the Titans because they, they beat a couple good teams, the too. The Titans, but, but with Derrick Henry But with Derrick Henry out for the everything. year, it changes everything. You can't take that team that seriously at this point because no. he is their offense. We'll see in a little bit. Yeah, eight, we will. Eight, uh, 8.20 p.m., they go right. against the Rams. And exactly. we'll have that result for you. And and if the Titans win that game, I, I will buy a, a Titans jersey. That's how much I know they're not going to win. Okay. I dig it. All right. You're scoring for this uh, for this game. Matthew Wright uh, for the Jags hits a 39-yard field goal to make the score 3-0. And then Tyler Bass hits a 24-yard field goal to make the score 3-3. Bills get another field goal. Woo, taking that lead. Tyler Bass, <laughs> 41-yard field goal is good, 6-3 lead. That's all in the first quarter. Second quarter, Matt Wright hits a uh, 55-yard field goal and uh, right at, at halftime and makes the score 6-6. And in the third quarter, the final points of the game, a Matthew Wright 21-yard uh, field goal is good. 21, and the score is 6-9. Nice. Nice. So, oh, um, you both said it. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> Where's the wood? Uh, <laughs> your stats for the day, Josh Allen, 31 of 47, 264 yards passing, zero touchdowns, two INTs. Leading rusher was Josh Allen, five attempts, 50 yards. And your leading receiver, Stephon Diggs, six catches, 85 yards. Glad to see their hardly using Gabriel Davis too. That's good. I knew that was going to happen. I was like, I don't know if it was a fluke year last year. Or they just don't use him. I have no idea. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's not good uh, for the Jags. Really, really impressive stats here. Really impressive. The, stats. You know, they're above and beyond. <laughs> this is t- Trevor tre- Trevor Lawrence. I hope you started Trevor Lawrence in fantasy this week. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I wish I did. 15, I started Joe Burrow. <laughs> wasn't much better. Fifteen to twenty. <laughs> Fifteen to twenty six. One hundred eighteen yards. Uh, there was a scary moment there. His ankle got banked up, and C.J. Third, formerly of the San Francisco 49ers, came out, and uh, Trevor Lawrence ran out at halftime, saving the day. Uh, rushing leader, Carlos Hyde, 21 attempts, 67 yards, and leading receiver, tight end Dan Arnold, four catches, 60 yards. So that is that. Jacksonville over Buffalo, 9-6. to six. We're going on to Falcons and Saints. Falcons almost blowing another fourth-quarter lead here. But uh, Atlanta's—they're uh, doing pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like—I mean, aside from a couple bad losses in the fourth quarter this year, this team was like a six and two looking team. Dude, you're not wrong. I mean, this team is as good as Maddie Ice wants them to be. Yeah, that's just the reality. The the fact that he threw, you know, over almost 350 yards, two touchdowns. Like that's the Matt Ryan I know. That's the Matt Ryan we used to see for game after game year after year. I lo- I love rooting for the Falcons and I love rooting for Matt Ryan. So, you know, at 4 and 4, I'm rooting for him, man. I don't know. I love the rebirth of Cordell Patterson this year. Oh, it's been amazing. That's like that's you know, one of my favorite things in sports is just like those uh, you know, those underdog stories of like these journeymen that like have been in the league, haven't done anything and here this guy is, and he's just got a brand new role. Redemption. Do you see what he said? I don't know if you saw like the little quote he had. He was just like, if my mom could work three jobs oh, growing yeah. up, I could play three different positions. And I was like, I like that. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him like 
I, I am rooting for him. It's it's exciting, and you know, good for Atlanta. Like again, right. the NFC South is is job. I mean, I I think a lot of people. It's easy to say Tampa Bay, right? But it's like yeah. New Orleans just upset them. They're not too far off now, and then. Oh, I mean, Orlando, Atlanta, who's had some bad losses, but they're squeaking out wins. If they tighten up a few things, this Atlanta team is is right there. I think they're yeah. the seventh seed right now. Wanna, yeah. I think in the NFC, they're the seventh seed. Good for them. So, I I love, like, I don't know. I, I just love watching Matt Ryan play football. He's so fun, and people just love to they just sh- pull their pants down and take a dump. Yeah, you know, literally, I love the visual in my head right now. <laughs> but like, yeah, <laughs> right. The, but like, I don't know. Look at looking at the Saints. Why? Why did they start Simeon over Hill? Uh, because Hill's trash. You think so? I think Hill's garbage. I I think they overpaid him. Oh yeah, I agree with that by a large a hundred percent. I also think. Him. Listen, I my moment i get i get it that hill has been um you know versatile and has done some really cool things but listen my memory my lasting memory of Taysom hill right now mm-hmm. is him not being able to do absolutely anything against the denver broncos last year yeah yeah i agree no he he's he's not like your normal quarterback he's more like uh, a he, running back yeah yeah <laughs> like where's like, where's the lamar jackson haters they should be on the the, the, the Taysom hill train but yeah. like I don't know. I just think Simeon sucks. I but think he they played... went with him because he did good last year. Well, he played. Last well, he, he did play well. He didn't really play that bad. But I just, if I by looking at the papers and looking at the fact that I paid Taysom Hill, you know, half of you know New Orleans, I feel like they should have just gave him the chance to start. Yeah, it's he is just coming off of injury. It's it's so right. tough. But it's like Saints. I don't know. I tried to make a case earlier this week for them to go after Philip Rivers. Wow, that would be a good move. Is, th- is Rivers like feeding the play? Or? He said he would come in after high school football season if if need be. How if baller would him. that be? This dude coaching high school football saying, "Yo, NFL pause. Yeah. I'll I'll be there when you when I'm ready." He is quoted right now as saying, "If the Saints call, I will listen." Watch them be in a position to make the playoffs. He goes there. And he razzles up, you know, the NFC playoffs. I mean, a it's bit. it's a it's he's a, not a bad quarter. He's all I know famer, he's you know he's, he's my favorite player of all time, really. But he is, he is. And he could go in there and make some noise. I think he could. Mm-hmm. He's played on much worse teams. A hundred percent. I mean, look what he did with the Colts last year. He made them like a legit scary team to play in the playoffs. I know. Like the Bills easily could have lost to them. I know. And it's my favorite year in recent memory of being a Colts fan. It really yeah. was. Mine was um, 2007. Yeah, good times. Yeah, good times. Good times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean 2006. Was that it? Yeah. Oh, but close enough. Yeah. I close was like, I was, I was still, I remember when they won that Super Bowl, I was sitting in the same building I'm in now. It was the most boring Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, I was in the middle school. Seventh grade, everything. I graduated in 07. It's the most so. boring Super Bowl ever. If I wasn't a Colts fan. Dude, I, I came into school. All my friends were making fun of how bad the game was. And I was like, that was the best Super Bowl ever. Peyton Manning won. I was just bragging. I was so happy because I knew I loved him. <laughs> and then the next year, Eli does his thing. It's like, no, they're not even close. Yeah. Eli beats Tom Brady. It's like, no. The no. undefeated juggernaut or whatever. Yeah. Oh, no, such a good memory. Yeah. But, um, but, but yeah, so Saints have a little bit of concern at quarterback. This is a team that could pull out the NFC South and make a run. And uh, Yeah, I mean, both of these teams, more or less the Saints, if they, they find a quarterback, like, they're dangerous. Yeah. And it sucks. They, it really sucks they lost Michael Thomas, though. Like, he was about to come back. 
So not only did the Saints lose, like my fantasy team took a huge L. Right. Because I drafted him thinking he'd be back. My brother now. did, and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. He This week, my brother, uh, I, don't, I think I might have said it on one of the other episodes, but he, he lost Jameis Winston. Yep, same. Aaron Rodgers, COVID out. Ooh. Lost Derrick Henry. Ooh. And Michael Thomas said he wasn't coming back. So I, I played against my brother. I played against my brother this week. He started to Rod Taylor. Ooh. Uh, your scoring for this game is as follows. Youngway Koo for the Atlanta Falcons, 32-yard field goal is good. 3-0 lead there. Second quarter, Matty Ice hits uh, Zacchaeus for a uh, a three-yard touchdown pass. And 10-0 uh, lead there for the Falcons. Uh, their Saints kicker, Johnson, 35-yard field goal is good. Makes the score 10-3. to And then... Uh, Matt Ryan's like, no, nah, we're going to put on another touchdown. He scrambles to the right end for a one-yard touchdown rush, 17-3 for the uh, Atlanta Falcons here. And the sec- uh, third quarter scoring closed up with a Johnson 52-yard field goal, 17-6. Falcons still in the lead. Fourth quarter, Matty Ice hits uh, Zacchaeus again for a six-yard touchdown pass, 24-6 lead. And then, oh, boy, classic fourth quarter Falcons. The Saints come marching in. Uh, Trevor Simeon hits uh, Marquez Callaway for a five-yard touchdown pass, 13-24 to now. And then uh, Kamara runs up two yards, 19-24. to They're catching up. And then Trevor Simeon hits Kenny Stills for an eight-yard touchdown. They take the lead, 25-24. And then Youngway Koo gets the game-ending uh, and game-winning field goal. 29-yard field goal is good, 27-25 Falcons. Your stats on the day, Matt Ryan, 23 of 30. 343 yards passing, two touchdowns. Leading rusher was Mike Davis, nine attempts, 13 yards. Should acknowledge that Matt Ryan did have that rushing touchdown as well. We did mention in the scoring drives. And your leading receiver, Cordero Patterson, six catches, 126 yards. So um, let's take a look at the Saints now. Saints stats, Trevor Simeon, 25 of 41, 249 yards passing, two touchdowns. Leading rusher was Alvin Kamara, 13 attempts, 50 yards, and a touchdown. And leading receiver was Alvin Kamara, four catches, 54 yards. So there is that, that it's Atlanta and New Orleans. Let's go on to the Broncos and the Cowboys, one of the big upsets of the week here. Uh, who called this one? Uh, are they them boys? I mean, they're still 6-2, and two, but, <laughs> I mean, when you, lose, when you lose to the Broncos, like... Broncos are 5-4. and four. I mean, they did beat a lot of bum teams, but this was a good one for them. I can't believe the Broncos are 5-4. and four. Isn't it wild? I, I still, like... Have they won the last two weeks? I think so. Because they were three and zero. They were three and zero. Lost like three or four straight. I believe. Are they on a two game win streak? I mean, I could tell you in like three. Denver seconds. beat Washington last week. I think. Uh, yeah, they did. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. It's. I saw uh, Shannon Sharp immediately post a video of like him in a Broncos helmet after the game. He's like. Are uh, they them boys? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, that was actually funny. <laughs> it was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Right. No, 100%. Um, That's funny. That's yeah, funny. it is funny. I, I'm i very happy uh, because I love Jerry Judy. Um, and for him getting hurt earlier in the year, I was like, ugh. But he, like, he, him coming back was like the bright spot for me in this entire game. Right. And I feel like he is a difference maker. Teddy B looked good. Um, Dak Prescott really didn't. I don't know what the issue was. With he, that. Yeah, he I was getting like real. Average. I was getting real nervous because this dude. I started him in fantasy over Matt Ryan. Ooh. Understandably so. Well, it makes sense. And uh, I probably would have done the same thing. Right. I mean, naturally, yeah, that's what you do. And then he had like three points in one of my leagues going into the fourth quarter. I'm like, oh my god. He finished with 22, 
Oh, that's all right. Not horrible. It wasn't too bad. But, um, dude, fantasy football, like, is just a scam. I hate it. It's like, dude, I had a surefire win today, and I know I'm going off course of this game, but I had Joe Burrow, Aaron Jones, Tyreek Hill, like, three dudes that should get me a lot of points, just put the game away, and, like, combined, they got 20. Like, combined. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, I'm like, I need A.J. Brown to outscore Van Jefferson and Peterson. And it's like, all right, now I got to sweat this game out. Like, I hate fantasy. But, you know, that that those decision-making of, you know, putting Dak Prescott or, or Matt Ryan, it's like, you know, like, whatever you do, it's wrong. Correct. <laughs> it's just wrong. 100% correct. It's, yeah, it, it, it stunk. And, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of it. I know Zeke was out for a little bit a uh, period of time, but I mean, good for Denver for putting together a game plan. I know Fangio is very defensive oriented. Yeah, uh, that's kind of his forte, and they look good. I think at one point they were up twenty six to nothing. Mm. I, I'm they like, might have been. I, I, don't, I don't even know. I'm pretty sure. Let me look at the. Uh, no, they were up thirty to nothing. It was thirty to nothing. Wow. So everything else was garbage time after that. And it's just it's cool because like. I just I love rooting for Teddy Bridgewater. Do you, I guess the Saints were interested in Teddy Bridgewater. Did you hear that? But like the Do- Broncos didn't want to trade him. Um, yeah, because Teddy B that, that does make sense and it is pretty cool. Yeah, because right Teddy B went won like six games when he filled in for Drew a couple years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, and they want they were they, you know they Same were interested system. in him. Yep, and they just were like, no, we're not trading him. So that just gives you a little bit of confidence if you're Teddy B. Yeah, but I they still are in that QB purgatory to me. This he's like a, a layover guy until you get get your franchise guy i guess correct 100 yeah. percent correct so uh but yeah they they good on denver they beat a good football team i just seen afc west f- is uh everybody in the afc west is above 500 now i can't believe that I, I just i can't believe the chiefs won against a backup quarterback barely like <laughs> barely they're so bad uh, like it's just like what is like what is this team they should have lost the saints or uh the giants the other night too I, they should have and i as a Bills fan, like beating them was like, all right, we conquered Mount Everest. Now they suck, and we're losing to the Jags. I'm like, what a swing of emotions the last like three weeks about. It. It's crazy. It's uh, yeah, I, I don't understand the the, the Chiefs whole I, deal. How I bad know. that they got. It's like, oh wow, Melvin Ingram's gonna help our defense. <laughs> Can you do the entire podcast in that voice someday? It's like a little Kermit the Frog esque someday. Like- all right, here <laughs> I'll make you a bet. All I'll right. make you a bet if. Uh, if if the Bills beat the Colts, Ooh. I will do an entire an, an entire episode in my Kermit the Frog voice. I love that deal. I I do. Do I have to put up something on this end of the bet? I mean, if you want to, <laughs> I feel like I should to make it fair. I'll think about it. Okay, but, take it. But I'll I'll take that bet. Maybe, I won't. I won't. Okay, we'll we'll think of something. We'll, you know, you just gotta buy me like a drink or something. I, don't, I, don't know. I mean, that's simple. A couple yeah. couple energy drinks. Yeah, I mean, that's I, a fair trade for a. I, I'm gonna need it. I'm gonna be using my Kermit Kermit the Frog <laughs> voice the entire time. <laughs> that's a lot of stamina. That's that is a lot. I'm I. There's part of me that hopes we lose the calls. <laughs> just just to watch that and listen. to Wait, it. Wait, what did I say? No, you, no, I want the Bills got to beat the Colts. Yeah. Right. So I'd want. You said you hope that you lose the Colts. The Bills have to. Yeah. I, <laughs> words are hard, all right? <laughs> it's fucking Sunday night, man. I My know. brain is melting. I know. I, know. I just want to watch you do the Kermit the Frog voice. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go through the scoring drive of this game. Oh my gosh. Uh, Melvin Gordon off the left tackle for a three yard touchdown rush, 6 0 lead there. Second quarter, Teddy B hits Tim Patrick for a 44-yard touchdown pass, 13-0. Uh, 
And then a field goal from Brandon McManus. 53-yard field goal is good. 16-0 going into halftime. Uh, Broncos open up second-half scoring with a 27-yard field goal, making the score 19-0. And then Teddy B runs up the middle for one yard to go uh, 27-0. And then a Brandon McManus 42-yard field goal to kick off the fourth quarter scoring 30-0. And we have two touchdowns here. Dak Prescott hits uh, Turner for five yards. Two-point conversion is good. And uh, he hits Turner again for four yards with another two-point conversion, 30-16. to 16. That is the score of the game. Your stats for the day, Teddy Bridgewater, 19 of 28, 249 yards passing, one touchdown. Leading rusher, Javante Williams, 17 attempts, 111 yards. All right, and your leading receiver was Tim Patrick, four catches, 85 yards, and a touchdown. For the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, 19 of 39, 232 yards passing, two touchdowns. One interception. Leading rusher, Zeke Elliott, 10 attempts, 51 yards. And your leading receiver was Dalton Schultz, four catches, 54 yards. Um, that is it. Denver over Dallas, 30-16. to 16. Very, very interesting. Let's go to our next game, the now 5-4 and four New England Patriots with a 24-6 victory over uh, the Carolina Panthers. Patriots are playing good, good football. I expect them to be a playoff team this year. Can they go away? <laughs> Can they just go away? <laughs> I don't know. I know. Yeah. They're underdogs now. Nobody wants them to win. Nobody wants them to win, but then there's like a there's a good portion of people that are like, oh, like they're fun now. No Brady. Like, can they do it? Like, I just like stop, pause. I'm back in the Drew Bledsoe era when it comes to Patriots, like dealing with the Patriots. Like yeah. I liked the Patriots during the Drew Bledsoe era. Drew Bledsoe was fun. I, that was a that was like right like before my time, yeah, I, guess, before, I love like, the Bledsoe era. But like, I was alive to understand the Bledsoe era, and I like Bledsoe. So you know, it's whatever. And like, the Patriots never won, so it wasn't like you're, you know, back then it was like you can kind of root for a team that doesn't win, correct? Like, you know, win a Super Bowl at least. But you know, they were a good team. But I just I look at the Patriots and I just think, oh, this team won every year I've been alive. Basically, <laughs> it's just like ugh. basically, yeah, they're. I mean, hey, they're I'm good. Just exhausted. Man. They're good. Them. I know their schedule isn't like uh, isn't overly difficult. But again, I think we've talked about some of the teams that they've lost to. They've lost in a good fashion. Mac Jones is just coming into his own. Man, he's uh, he's kid doing is good. enough to win. He's managing games to win, and I feel like. When Tom Brady first came in, that was kind of his role. Before Tom Brady turned into Tom Brady, I mean, you know, year two, Correct. he kind of started lighting it up already. But, I mean, I feel like that initial year when he took over for Bledsoe, he was just a manager. Correct. And now, you He know, wasn't as dominant. And no. This is, this is the upbringing of Mac. And I think, like, you know, this is phase one of what they want of him. And, I mean, if you can put a rookie in and he can lead you right now to a 5-4 and four record, regardless of who you're playing, like, that's good. And. I- People see what he could do. Right. But I just makes me nervous because I hate them. <laughs> no, I hey, I know, buddy. I know. Um, yeah, it was a, uh, another great showing for New England. It, you know, they've been on a little bit of a hot streak lately. I think they've won three of the last four, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They are improving. It wasn't looking good at the top of the what, season. But... What's your take on Darnold after this game again? Oh, he's gone. He's mm. done. Who who bought their jersey? Not me. Uh, are you lying? <laughs> see, what happened was. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, what happened was is that uh, the studio space and everybody paying rent mm-hmm. um, kind of helped. They, they paid for rent, and then they, <laughs> the leftovers helped pay for oh. the Donald jersey. So, so you're, trying to say, you're trying to say everyone else purchases a jersey. Correct. Huh? I'm blaming that on them. But who has ownership of the jersey? I don't know where it is. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Yeah, Darnold's life is over. Cap. That um, is cap. Do you know for, what cap means? I don't. I still have no idea what cap means. Cap means like lying. 
So if I say cap, it means like you're lying. So no cap means I'm not lying. No cap means not lying. See, yeah. you're perks you're, of my job. <laughs> see, yeah, I was gonna say you're more in tune with the with the with the children yeah, these days. With the, with I, the I what's cool and hip. I don't know. Anything. I don't make it cool. I really I really literally know. dress like Bill Belichick at home. <laughs> what's it? My wife's like, hey, can we go to this Wegmans? And I pull up with a with my sweatpants above my belly button. Oh, and I love a, and that for you. That's amazing. Yeah, it's so hot. <laughs> uh, it makes her real. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> no cap. No cap. No cap there. Um, yeah, Carolina's in trouble. Uh, Christian McCaffrey returned today, and it was just not like it, he, didn't, he was underwhelming. Him. But I mean, first game back, whatever. Yeah. Uh, your scoring drives for this uh, for this game. Zane Gonzalez, thirty nine yard field goal is good for the Panthers to go up three nothing. Round. And then second quarter, uh, Damian Harris goes uh, runs up the middle for three yards. Uh, for a touchdown, seven to three lead, and uh, then we get a, another field goal from the Panthers and Gonzalez, forty nine yards, seven to six here, and then uh, final points before halftime. Mac Jones hits Hunter Henry for a seven yard touchdown, fourteen to six. Third quarter opens up, and we have a a uh, Patriots pick six. Yeah, yeah. Patriots pick six, and then the final points of the game were also in the third quarter a. Uh, 37-yard field goal is good from Nick Folk, 24-6 there. Your stats on the day, Mac Jones, 12 of 18, 139 yards, one touchdown with INT. Leading rusher, Ramondre Stevenson, 10 attempts, 62 yards. They literally pick dudes up, like, off of street corners. and Like, hey, you want to come play football? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> like, who, who is Ramondre Stevenson? <laughs> Bruh, no idea. No, I, ain't got, I, got, I ain't got a clue. He, he led him receiving. Brother got two catches for 44 yards. Good good for him? Good for him. Is he a rookie? I don't know. I also don't care. <laughs> <laughs> for the Panthers, Sam Darnold, 60-33, 172 yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. Your leading rusher, Christian McCaffrey, 14 attempts, 52 yards. And your leading receiver, Christian McCaffrey as well, four catches, 54. That is the game. Uh, Patriots win 24-6. to Next up, Browns and Bengals. Oh, I have a lot to say about this game. Who they going to beat them Bengals? <laughs> the Browns. Browns did. <laughs> Listen, everybody, this is what we've talked about all offseason, about how we thought the Browns should move away from Odell Beckham Jr. Now, I'm not going to say that the result of this game is because they moved away from Odell Beckham Jr., releasing him officially on Saturday. However, the stats have always proven that Baker plays better when Odell Beckham Jr. is not it, it on the field. Yeah. Um, and case in point, Baker took the Bengals uh, to the woodshed this week. Dude, honestly, it could be like a, a mind thing, too. When you have like a diva as a wide receiver who wants the He's ball. He's 100% a diva. It's, as a quarterback, I'm just thinking about me mentally when I play sports. It, it can take a toll. So when you have a diva that wants the ball... Your mindset is I gotta give him, get the, him ball. the ball, and then you're gonna force throws. You're gonna you're gonna miss thro- miss throw. And I I did you see Odell Beckham's dad post that video? Yeah, I legitimately thought it was really funny. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was like, imagine like a sixty year old dude like editing a video with like music in it. I know it was OBJ. Yeah, I know it, it had was OBJ. To Deep be, down, I know it, it was OBJ. Had to be right. Like a picture of a dude like of that age doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Like what? No, no, no. <laughs> it was no. funny, but I agree, man. Like a team is bigger than one person, and OBJ. I think this was like a statement of like, bro, we don't need you. Like, what has he done since the Giants? Well, look how great they were last year. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything since that catch, the one-handed catch. And I think he's good, 
But I think his personality and his divaness, if that's even a word. And it's a word in here. It's, yeah, in this closet. It's, if, <laughs> if, it, I think that is clouding his ability. It's just too much. Like, be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Kind right. Of, like, no, I know. He's, uh, yeah, he, he hasn't really warranted it. I, I get it. He's received for over a thousand yards, but yes, when you're a target junkie right. like that, right. you're about you. Hope, you're, hopefully, you get up for a thousand yards. But mm-hmm. listen, Baker had his highest turnover. I know it's a short, you know, measuring uh, sample, short sample size. But Baker had the most career his most career interceptions the year that OBJ was there for most of the year. And I don't think Baker's necessarily that good, but I don't think he's that bad. Like he's I think, in between. I think he's like an in between with the potential to win you big games, and I think that's enough from a quarterback at times. And I, I, I mean, that's a different discussion. But I think when you have a guy like that, you can't just be like forcing the ball to one guy. You got to let the, the plays come naturally. And, and I, I think, blame I blame a lot of Eli Manning's mm-hmm. uh, later later career stats on mm-hmm. OBJ. I saw a meme or GIF or something. About how like you know OBJ was a product of Eli Manning, and like that made me actually think about that. I was like, well, I mean Eli Manning, you know, he was good, but not not towards the end. But like maybe, like maybe he just forced him the ball and he caught it. Like I don't know, right? <laughs> I was really thinking about that. I was like, well, maybe it's it's an interesting thing. You yeah. know, like you talked about when you have a wide receiver one like OBJ who's just give me numbers, give me targets. Mm-hmm. That shit's bound to happen. Yeah, and, and it, it clearly did. I lost a lot of respect for him. Uh, I think it was like his last year, the Giants. I, I they played the Bills at one point, and he was just like throwing punches because he was upset. Like that's like. Who does that? Yeah. You're a millionaire, man. Like, relax. Settle down. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just interested to see where he goes. You know a lot of teams are going to go for him. He's a waiver pickup. I mean, how much are they going to sign him to at this point? Like, probably... I think they restructured it so the Browns took a lot of it. Yeah. So, so you'll probably... Oh, they did. But, it's I like mean, a signing... They consider it like a signing bonus. They pushed it to. Yeah. And, I mean, so he's probably going to go somewhere on a one-year deal probably not worth crazy amount of money just to win right and it maybe will revitalize his career but like i want to know where he's gonna go yeah i am curious i am certainly curious everyone in buffalo is like go get him go don't right need you him. don't need wide receiver you don't even help. need we need a damn lineman. lineman yeah yeah i don't right. know i don't know um yeah this is uh two straight losses for cincinnati here to uh to teams and yeah it, you know it, the, again the afc north is just crazy right now it is the old afc is crazy as we've already stated yep. um your scoring drives for this game, a pick six opened up the scoring. Horrible pick six. Always really bad. Dude, a hundred yard pick six or whatever. And then did you see Joe Burrow like get put on skates? Yeah, it was bad. I like I just want that as a gif and on my background on my phone. You just <laughs> the way he fell, it was so funny. It was I'm bad. sorry, continue. No, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, Denzel Ward, ninety nine yard touchdown uh, interception. Then uh the Bengals march downfield. They get uh Joe Mixon hits a eleven yard touchdown, tied at seven. And then uh, Nick Chubb, one-yard touchdown, 14-7. to That is the end of scoring for the first quarter. Second quarter, Baker hits Donovan Peoples-Jones for a 60-yard touchdown pass. 21-7 to uh, is now the score. And then a Chase McLaughlin field goal, 28-yard field goal, uh, 24-7 there. And then a uh, Eric McPherson field goal for the Bengals uh, from 27 yards away. We have 24-10. Third quarter. Nick Chubb off the left end for 70 yards, 31-10 lead here. And then a Chase McLaughlin field goal. Again, 24 yards, 34-10 lead. Um, Bengals get a touchdown. Joe Mixon goes uh, off the left guard for two yards, 34-16. And in the fourth quarter, the final nail in the coffin, 
Uh, Baker Mayfield hits David Njoku for an 18-yard touchdown, 41-16. to uh, Your stats on the day for Baker Mayfield, 14 of 21, 218 yards passing, two touchdowns. Your leading rusher was Nick Chubb, 14 attempts, 137 yards. Have a day. And two touchdowns, seriously. And your leading receiver, Donovan Peoples-Jones, two catches, 86 yards, and a touchdown. I wonder when Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to go to corporate Jones. <laughs> is that a bad joke? <laughs> I appre- I can appreciate it. All right, you're wrestling, I can appreciate it. Fan, yeah. I get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know exactly what you were going <laughs> with there. I just, uh, I, I just want to say I think this is a huge win for the Browns. Uh, big statement win. I think the Bengals are like a legitimate up-and-coming team, and I think this was the game the Browns needed to it's a proof. I agree. Proof, yeah, proof it would have been bad if they fell into a little bit of a hole there. Yeah. Um, for the Bengals, Joe Burrow, 28 of 40, 282 yards passing. For uh, leading rusher was Joe Mixon, 13 attempts, 64 yards, and two touchdowns. And the leading receiver was T. Higgins, who had six catches and 78 yards. 41 to 16 win for the Browns. Moving on to Texans and the Dolphins. Uh, the Texans uh, returned to Rod Taylor today. And uh, so we got Terod Taylor versus Jacoby Brissett, which uh, which is exciting. Tua was uh, was being sarcastic there. Uh, Tua <laughs> was out. He had a, some kind of sprain or something in his finger, and he was not up to uh, good enough to uh, from a health perspective to to get anything going. He's but... not good enough in general. <laughs> He's a poor kid. Um, y'all are ruthless. I made a, I made a graphic today where I replaced his head with the head of a tuna. <laughs> And I called him Tuna Tungo you know Biola. I love that. You know what? I have to say, you have maybe the best like memes ah. ever. Like honestly, I I, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> this is coming from like an old man now. But like the memes I see that you post, at least on like the Two Point Conversation Facebook page or whatever. Yeah, they're so funny. I appreciate like, that. I don't think I, I I think I'm hilarious, but I don't think other people do. No, so I literally lol at like all of them. Like actually, <laughs> I'm laughing. Like, that makes funny. me happy. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, Thanks keep, for stroking my ego. Yeah, don't bit. don't don't change them. Don't don't all stop right. that. I won't. All right. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um. I don't have a whole lot to talk about with this game. <laughs> I mean, do we have to? I mean, like, dude, they both suck. Like, Tyrod, but <laughs> Brissett, but Gaskin, super butt. And, and that's it. And that's that's kind of Bra- it. Brandon Cooks is okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, the stat of the day is that they combined for nine turnovers. Yeah, that's cool. So, like, that's hard to do that. That's, like, cool. Good on them, right? <laughs> um, you're still scoring uh, Biles Gasking is the first point of the game. A direct snap uh, off the right tackle for six yards. Touchdown, 7-0 lead. And a Kiami Fairbairn, 31-yard field goal, as well as a 40-yard field goal, makes the score 6-7. to seven. But Jason Sanders hits a 42-yarder, uh, followed up with a Jacoby Brissett touchdown to Hollins uh, to make the score 17-6 to six, uh, in the uh, at the end of the first half. And the only score in the third quarter was a Kami Fairbairn 20-yard field goal. So, good stuff. <laughs> uh, passing stats. Uh, your stats for the day. Houston Texans uh, passing leader to Rod Taylor, 24 of 43, 240 yards, zero touchdowns, three INTs. Very happy about that. I started Miami's defense today. Nice. Um, a rushing leader, Philip Lindsay, eight attempts, 28 yards. And leading receiver was Brandon Cook, six catches, 56 yards. For the Dolphins, Kobe Brissett was 26 of 43. 244 yards passing, one touchdown, two INTs. 
Leading rusher, Miles Gaskin, 20 attempts, 34 yards, and a touchdown. And your leading receiver, Jalen Waddle, 8 catches, 83 yards. That is that. I am happily moving away from this game. Dolphins win 17-9. <laughs> next up, the Raiders after their exhaustingly crazy week. Uh, Giants win 23-16. to they, they fall there. The Giants uh, are rocking and rolling a little bit. But... Um, but yeah. yeah, this is a uh, definite tough loss for for the Vegas Raiders. And this is where like you start looking at these teams, and it's like, who's good? <laughs> like, we're at that point now where we're we know what teams are for the rest of the year. Yeah, it, and it's just like, but you get the Giants, and they beat the Raiders, and it's like the Raiders are they good? But then like, how do you lose the Giants? And it's like the AFC is just such like a like shit storm. <laughs> Like it's so it's annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. it is, and I just don't understand it. But I, it is going to make postseason time fun because it the, is. Like, I, 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 I don't that. know who's going to finish where. Like as long as the Bucks don't win, I think this has the potential. <laughs> like honestly, I think this has the potential to be like one of the coolest playoffs to recent memory for me. Where it's like there's really no one even in clear in the control. NFC, there's no like no clear one. cut number besides one. like the Bucks. But even that, even the Bucks have taken out, and they they take taken L's too. And honestly, like if if I was to pick a team, before, I, I would have probably taken Dallas. And they're they took a loss today. So right, yeah, I think actually Arizona might be the only like clear. Actually, yeah, Arizona. You're right, Arizona. They just, I they forgot just about that. Kicked, but, they just kicked uh, San Francisco's shit in with. With Colt McCoy for Christ's sake, no um, kidding. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say about this game, but uh, yeah. good for the Giants. And, and you know, it, Vegas has been hit so hard yeah. this year with the Gruden thing, and obviously Henry Ruggs, which we've talked about a whole bunch. Yeah. Uh, this past week, it's yeah. really tough. I feel for the entire team. Yeah. Uh, and, I'm happy and, they made the decision to just let Ruggs go because, like, I, on a on a team like this, it's like you just you can't have that distraction. No. And I feel like they're in a position. Where you I mean, never know. Dude can't even walk. Like that's how that's how bad he is. I mean, he's yeah. he's he's shot. That was just. I watched the, the some of the security film. I decided like, to, and it was like it, dude, it was like a heart. lightning bolt. Yeah, I'm just like, dude, come on, man. Terrifying. Like, I feel bad for the guy, but like I feel bad that like for everyone involved, it's like you're you, that you made that decision. I yeah, know, we don't have to get into it, but you know. I'm happy that the, the Raiders just addressed it immediately. You know, with that and the Gruden thing, and it's just like. I'm happy that they they let that that go and they can kind of move on quickly. You know, you don't want to keep it. I don't know. I feel like at least when like Kareem Hunt and all that happened with the Chiefs, I felt like that was like a lingering thing for a little bit. And they cut him and just like, okay, we're done. We've had enough. Yeah. Then once they just, cut him, they can move without, on without question. Yeah. Right? And it's just you know, it is what it is. But I'm <laughs> I just can't stop laughing at Daniel Jones's stat line. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to look at it in just a minute. I'm sure it's really good. Oh, it's dude. It's good. Is it? All right. I, I literally have no idea. It's, he says vibey. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to throw that word in again. It's I love it. Uh, all right. Your scoring drives for this game. First quarter, Daniel Jones. It's Evan Ingram. Wow. He's finally like playing like a Pro Bowl player um, <laughs> after getting voted into the Pro Bowl. Uh, <laughs> it's for 30-yard touchdown, 7 nothing lead there. Uh, and then the Raiders answer back. Derek Carr hits Hunter Renfro for two yards, 7-7. Seven to seven. Uh, first quarter final scoring. Daniel Carlson is a 25-yard field goal, 10 to 7 lead for the Raiders. Then uh, second quarter, Graham Gano hits a 35-yard field goal. This is tied up at 10, and then Dan Carlson hits a 32-yard field goal. We're 13 to 10 at halftime. Uh, we have a interception here. Looks like a uh, a pick six on mm-hmm. yes on the uh, uh, for the Giants. So 17 to 13 lead, and then the Raiders hit a field goal. Dan Carlson, 25 yards, 16 to 17. 
Um, final point of the third quarter, a Graham Gano 32-yard field goal, 20-16 to lead. And the final points of the game, Graham Gano 38-yard field goal is good, 16-23 to Giants win. Your stats on the day, Derek Carr, 30-46, 296 yards passing, one touchdown, two INTs. Leading rusher, Josh Jacobs, 13 attempts, 76 yards. And leading receiver, Darren Waller, seven uh, catches, 92 yards. For the Giants. Oh, God. <laughs> it's funny. That's terrible. Like, how, like, dude, I, I, I could throw more yards. That's so bad. Daniel Jones, 15 of 20, 110 yards. He's accurate. He's worse than Jalen Hurts. He's accurate. <laughs> I guess. I mean, sort of. Check down Charlie over here. Yeah, but like five yards a throw. I know. That's not good. No. That's like, that's like wildly bad. And you win. That's why it's funny. And you win. <laughs> that that was the funny part to me. It's like, okay, if you lost, it's like that makes sense. Why? But yeah, I don't know. They gotta move on from him. <laughs> yeah. I I, I, I I think. I'm I'm at the point. Like even a couple weeks ago, I was like, eh, like you don't know, maybe potential, maybe. Like, no, he's not good. <laughs> <laughs> he's not good. No. No, not quite. No. Um, yeah, Daniel Jones, 15 to 20, 110, and a touchdown. Leading rusher, Devontae Booker, 21 attempts, 99 yards. And the leading receiver, Evan Ingram, three catches, 38 yards. And Is Barkley hurt again? Uh, COVID stuff. Oh, okay. COVID protocol. I think they brought him off IR. I think he's going to be good to go this week. But, yeah, okay. COVID protocol stuff. Okay. Uh, next up, Chargers and Eagles. Chargers squeaking one out here over the Philadelphia Eagles. 27 to 24 to improve to 5 and 3. Uh, I think everybody's five and three in the AFC West right now. Um, uh, there's, I think there's like a four way tie. Right that makes now. sense. Except the that's the Broncos division, right? Oh yeah, they're five and four. Five and Never four. mind. Scratch that. So, but no, I think they all got five wins. Which is, yeah, that's 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 something. That's something. That's, um, that's a number. So Denver's in last place, which is normal. Um, <laughs> it sounds about right. But yeah, Philadelphia three and six. They almost had it won, but just couldn't get it done. Philly played the Chargers really, really tough here. I'm surprised it was as close as as I kicked my mic. I'm surprised it was as co- <laughs> close as it was. Uh, I didn't watch this game at all, but, I mean, the Eagles were hanging in there. Three-point loss. I don't know. It's pretty. pretty I, I was like, oh, damn. Are they, uh... <laughs> I just, like, can't get over how good Herbert is. Like, out of the draft, I thought he was not going to be good. And the dude There's is a lot of people really picking that dude up right now. Dude, like he's he's good, man. Like he's he's good. No, he uh, he he most certainly is. So, uh, and he was a big part. He uh, you know extended drives, whatnot. He didn't like give in. He just he just kind of you could tell he was cool, calm, and collected. Yeah. I was watching the last like half of it, and I was like, I was very impressed with the way Herbert was playing. Mm. Um, he looks just like a dude that's ready to be in the league for like 15, 20 years. And correct. Just be really good. Like good for them, seriously, seriously. Um, so yeah, I hope. I hope you know. I just hope the success continues. I know the Chargers have only I think played a one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They are a uh, one or two Super Bowl. I think it's two Super Bowls. But they're always in the AFC. Like they're always up there. Playoffs usually. for like years. I don't know when. And just can't break through. Just yeah. can't break. And, through. And, and you know the Eagles on the other hand, they I don't like. What are they without Devontae Smith? That dude is so good. I just think Jalen Hurts is garbage. Yeah, like, dude, like he's he's a good fantasy football quarterback. Like, I'm looking at his stats yeah. right now. He's a very he's probably, good fantasy he football. Runs and he runs. He's he's up there with Blake Bortles, in my opinion, as far as Blake terrible Bortles? as yep. far as terrible players who are good at fan are yeah. good fantasy Blake football Bortles, and he'd always be like 
not good until the fourth quarter, and he just throw up a bunch of yards and touchdowns. Cause, I missed that. Yeah, I know because I'd have him on my team. And maybe I mean, Green Bay would have won today if you guys would have played Blake Bortles. Probably stupid. The other guy couldn't even throw a spiral. I know. <laughs> like it was bad. Like, honestly, so bad. Like I don't know, but you, I, I, I will die on the ledge. You put Devontae Smith on like any other team, and we'd be looking at this guy as like a top five receiver. Oh like, yeah, he's so good, dude. I just I didn't even like him out of the draft, and then I, I think the Eagles stole him from the Giants. But it's like even if we went to the Giants, the Giants are the Dol- bad. Was it the Dolphins? Or no, they traded with the Dolphins, maybe? No, it was an interdivision thing. Uh, mm. The Giant, the Eagles traded, they jumped, Dallas, they traded with Dallas to jump the Giants and get that. Oh, okay. Which was very weird. But yeah, that is weird. But he, he, I just, I don't know, I'm a big fan of that guy. Yeah. I don't know. He's talented. We'll, He's we'll see where it goes. But good for good for the Chargers. Good good dub. Good dub for them. For sure. Uh, scoring drives are as follows. Herbert. Hits Anderson for a two-yard touchdown, 7 nothing lead. And then uh, Jordan Howard up the middle for four yards, tied at seven. Have not heard his name in a very long time, at least as far as doing something relevant. Uh, second quarter scoring, Jake Elliott's a 24-yard field goal, 10-7. to And then uh, second half, third quarter, Dustin Hopkins is a 30-yard field goal, tied at 10. And then a touchdown, Justin Herbert hits Donald Parham for an eight-yard touchdown, 16-10 to lead. Uh but uh, the Eagles answer back. Kenneth Gainwell up the middle for one yard, 17-16 to 16 lead. And it close up the third quarter scoring. Justin Herbert off the left end for eight yards, 24-17. to 17. Uh, Eagles score in the fourth quarter. Jalen Hurts hits uh, Devontae Smith with a 28-yard touchdown pass. Tied at 24 now. And then Dustin Hopkins hits a 29-yard field goal to uh, a game-winning field goal uh, to win 27-24. So that is that. Your stats on the day, Jalen no, let's start the Chargers. Justin Herbert, 32 for 38, 356 yards passing, two touchdowns. Leading rusher was Austin Eckler, 17 attempts, 59 yards. And the leading receiver, Keenan Allen, 12 catches, 104. For the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, 11 of 17, 162 yards passing, one touchdown. Leading rusher, Jordan Howard, 17 attempts, 71 yards, and a touchdown. And the leading receiver, Devontae Smith, five catches, 116 yards, and one touchdown. That is that. Chargers 27, Eagles 24. Next up, Packers Chiefs. It was as ugly as uh, we expected to be. You know, I, I think if this is a this is a easy easy dub for Green Bay if Aaron Rodgers is out there. <sighs> but I'm not going to get into the whole vaccine debate. I'm no, I'm exhausted it, on it. It is exhausting. It's just it's like running circles and never going anywhere. No, it, but like Jordan Love. If you're a Packer fan, you know Rodgers is out after this year. So. I think as a Packer fan, there's some excitement in this game of like, okay, what's this guy got? And well, he don't got much. He can't really <laughs> can't really throw a spiral. So no. I watched a, a little bit of the game before heading into this podcast, and I'm just like, what is going on with this guy? Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, what is it? What does it speak more to you about how? Um, how bad is like is it how bad that Green Bay is without Aaron Rodgers or how bad that KC still is overall? I what think, which speaks more volumes to you? I think it's how bad Green Bay is without Rodgers because like I think at this point going in this game I already thought like there was enough for me to think the Chiefs were not that good this right. year. I mean, deep down I think they're a good team and they can be a good team, but I think there is after like the Giants game where they probably should have lost that. I think that was enough for me to be like they're not dangerous anymore. They're just an average team. Right. The Packers though before this game they were 7 and 1 with Aaron Rodgers. They're, you know, they're talking you're talking about Super Bowl contending top-notch team. They take Aaron Rodgers out and they look lifeless, helpless. 
I don't. I, just, I don't know. They, the, the defense kept him in it, I guess. But like, I don't know. It, <laughs> seven points. <laughs> like you got Devonta Adams, Aaron Jones. I mean, AJ Dillon's pretty good. Randall Cobb's decent. I, I don't know. Like you have enough there to score. And the Chiefs have like the worst defense. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, and you couldn't move the ball. That, out of them? That's like, on, like that's why it's alarming to me. It's not like if they had like a decent defense, I'd be like, okay, I understand. Like, dude's like first game and whatever. How long? But like, Lafleur <laughs> announced that uh, in his post game press conference that without hesitation that Rodgers will absolutely start next week <laughs> if he is able to come off the list. Yeah, no practice and, needed. And I think that's a testament to like not be trusting love is the future like if rogers leaves you gotta have a contingency plan for for a quarterback because that dude is not it no he's just, not like and i feel bad saying that but watch the dude he just doesn't look good <laughs> he sat behind rogers long enough to the point i know get it he hasn't had any game starts um not a whole lot of playing time but, but if you're, but in the you're NFL, coming off the, yeah you have to be ready you gotta be ready and you gotta be decent you gotta at least show potential i just didn't see anything i didn't watch the whole game but I did not see an inkling of like, oh yeah, he's good. <laughs> right, not even a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, it was an ugly game. Casey wins thirteen to seven, improved to five and four. Green Bay falls to seven and two. Uh, scoring drives for this game: Mahomes hits Travis Kelsey for a one-yard touchdown pass, seven nothing lead there. And in the second quarter, Harrison Butker twenty-four yard field goal is good, ten nothing lead. Uh, uh, next up, Harrison Butker hits another uh, another field goal, fifty-five yards to go up thirteen nothing. No scores in the third and in the fourth. Jordan Love hits Alan hits Alan Lazard for a twenty yard touchdown pass. Thirteen to seven is the final score. Your stats on the day: Jordan Love nineteen of thirty four, one hundred ninety yards, one touchdown, one int. Leading rusher Aaron Jones twelve attempts, fifty three yards, and the leading receiver was Randall Cobb three catches, fifty yards. For the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes twenty of thirty seven, one hundred sixty six yards, one touchdown. Those are terrible numbers. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Leading rusher, Darrell Williams, 19 attempts, 70 yards. And receiving leader was Travis Kelsey, five catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown. What happened to Mahomes, dude? Uh, his stupid-ass family. <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I like I draft Tyreek Hill, and I'm just like, he's had like two good well, games. Well, you know how many people I've seen across like all my leagues overdraft those guys? I mean, oh, not, okay, Kelsey, understandable, Tyreek Hill up high, but... And like they're drafting like quarterbacks supposed to wait on a little bit. Dude, and any t- fantasy football owner that knows how to play fantasy football knows that quarterbacks get around the same value. Yeah. So there's no point in grasping or grasping at like a top, like one in round one. Like in my league, one of the guys took Mahomes in the first round. Then he took Allen in the second round. What? It's a QB one league. <laughs> Why? I don't know. And he's usually a pretty good owner. That's terrible. I mean, in my league, touchdown passes are six points. I know in standard they're four, but like, but like, why? Even like, just Mahomes in the first round was enough for me to be like, eh. like <laughs> right? No, this idiot. Thanks for the donation. Pretty much, like, <laughs> hey, but then there's my team that you know can't beat their way out of a wet paper. Oh, bag, I, so. <laughs> I mean, they ain't doing much either. So. No, sadly, I'm also not. donating. So, <laughs> sadly, not. But our next game, everybody: Arizona and San Francisco. No Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hopkins, no problem. Cardinals went 31 to 17 to improve to 8 and 1. San Fran falls to 3 and 5. But as we said earlier, Arizona led by Colt McCoy this week and uh they just utilized the ground game a bunch. Both their running backs looked like superstars mm-hmm. and there was never any doubt in my mind that Arizona was going to win this game. 
after, of course, they got you know things got going. It was a little right. doubt when you don't have Kyler Murray. The dude, Colt McCoy is like a hundred, right? He's been floating around the NFL for a long time. Like, he was since like a, I was like a kid. He dude. was a Washington backup, I think, for like dude six years. I remember least. when he was in at Texas University, like when I was like one years old. So like. <laughs> I can't believe this. I can't even believe he's in the NFL. <laughs> That's a testament to how good the Cardinals are. You got this scrub dude who just like literally played like third string for his career in the yeah. NFL, and you're winning against San Fran, which I to me is like a, a decent game, good defense too, and like you're winning by 14 points. That's that's wild. Yeah, like that just I mean that just shows you how good the, the Cardinals are legit, man. They that like they gotta be the favorite for the Super Bowl right they now. They gotta right? be. I I'll have to look up odds at some point. Too. Yeah, I mean, but but they, it's pretty obvious. I mean, they, they're spanking good teams. They're beating bad teams. They're beating everybody. You know, it's just that's like I can't believe Colt McCoy was ripping it up like that. I mean, and their only loss was to the Packers with Aaron Rodgers by three points. Yeah, one loss, which is by not three a bad points. loss. Which not, not a bad, bad loss at all. So it's like this. This team is legit. They are. They know what they're doing. Uh, Cliff is that boy. He's that dude right now. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, Arizona went thirty-one to seventeen. Your scoring drives for this game. James Conner off the right tackle for thirteen yards. Touchdown. Seven nothing there, and then another touchdown. James Conner for one yard. Fourteen nothing lead in the second quarter. Matt Prater opens up scoring there. Twenty-six yard field goal is good. Seventeen to nothing lead, and then uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and company hit. Uh, he hits George Kittle. For a six-yard touchdown, seventeen to seven. Third quarter, Cole McCoy hits James Conner for a forty-five-yard touchdown pass. Twenty-four-seven lead there, and then a something Benjamin Eno. Eno was Eno Benjamin. Oh man, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, he's he's been. He's one of those guys who like floats around like the fantasy waiver wire, but you don't, just don't want to pick him up because you don't even know anything about him. Correct. Um, he gets him for a twenty-one yard. Or he goes out for a twenty-one yard touchdown, thirty-one-seven lead. And Jimmy G hits Brandon Ayuk for an eleven-yard touchdown pass. And in the fourth quarter, Robbie Gold hits a twenty-six-yard field goal, thirty-one to seventeen. Your stats for the game: Colt McCoy, the leading passer for the Cardinals, obviously twenty-two of twenty-six, two hundred forty-nine yards passing, one touchdown. I think he's with the Giants last year. Who, Eno? No, uh, McCoy. I think McCoy was with the Giants. With, uh, yeah, I think it was the Giants backup last I just, year. I can't believe this dude's... <laughs> how old? He's 35. That's about right. Legend. Hall of Famer. <laughs> leading rusher, James Conner. 21 attempts, 96 yards, and two touchdowns. And the leading receiver was Christian Kirk. Nine catches, 91 yards. Your uh, leaders for the 49ers, Jimmy G. 28 of 40, 326 yards passing, two touchdowns, one INT. Leading rusher, Elijah Mitchell, eight attempts, 36 yards. And your leading receiver, George Kittle, six catches, 101 yards, and one touchdown. Um, and that is it, everybody. That is it. Uh, our next game, Sunday Night Football, is the uh, Titans and Rams game. All right, everybody, and a wrap on the weekend. The Tennessee Titans with a victory of 20-16 over the Los Angeles Rams. A, uh, a big-time surprise for, I think, a lot of people, maybe except for Tennessee Titans fans. Of course, Tennessee without Derrick Henry for the remainder of the regular season, and uh, they pull off the upset on the road. So kudos to them. Your scoring drives are as follows for this game. Rams open up the scoring. Matt Gay, 34-yard field goal is good. 3 nothing lead there. Second quarter. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, it's Jeff Swime for a two-yard touchdown pass. 7-3 lead. And then a pick six for the uh, for the Tennessee Titans. 
uh, on the behalf of a Matthew Stafford pretty badly placed uh, ball there, very reminiscent of the uh, pick six from Carson Wentz last uh, against Carson Wentz last week, and then the uh, it, the Titans score again. Ryan Tannehill off the right end for one yard, twenty-one three lead at halftime, third quarter. Matt Gay twenty-two yard field goal is good for the Rams, twenty-one to six. Uh, still, and then another field goal, fifty-four yards, twenty-one to nine. The fourth quarter, uh, Adrian Peterson gets his first touchdown as a Tennessee Titan, one yard off the left tackle, twenty-eight to nine. And then in garbage time, pretty much Matthew Stafford hits Sony Michelle for a three-yard touchdown, twenty-eight to sixteen. Your stats of the day: Tanhill nineteen to twenty-seven, one hundred forty-three yards, one touchdown, one INT. Leading rusher Deontay Foreman, five attempts, 29 yards. And a leading receiver for the Titans, A.J. Brown, five catches, 42 yards. For the Rams, Matthew Stafford, 31 of 48, 294 yards, one touchdown, two INT. Uh, leading rusher was Daryl Henderson, 11 attempts, 55 yards. And the leading receiver, Robert Woods, seven catches, 98 yards. That is it, everybody. Thank you so much. And on behalf of David and I, till next time, the two point conversation is good.